This is your brother James, and this is everything porn, sex, and relationships. So today, rather than start off with a question, I'm going to start off with a vivid depiction to kind of summarize everything that we've learned so far. So imagine with me for a moment that your soul is a village, okay? And this village begins, you know, at at childhood. Imagine as a child, your village is, you know, full of people who are naive that there is evil in the world, you know, that that anybody could come and, and, and attack, okay? So when you're a child, you're unprepared. You, you have no idea, okay? And the attackers come, and everybody is caught off guard. You know, they come and rape and pillage your village. And I'm not saying, like, you know, I saw pornography at the age of eight. So it could be that young. It could be... 12. I I don't know how old you were, okay? But this is a picture of what happens when it happens when you're young, okay? And they come, they rape your women, take your children, and enslave them. And now your village is left barren, okay? Now, the way you can look at it at adolescence is, you know, the people who are there to defend your village kind of know what's going on but you know what they'd rather party and get drunk and feast and be lazy because trying to get ready for a battle is not fun it's it's you know when you go to school and you just don't want to do your homework you know like like you'd rather play video games this is adolescence so when the attackers come you're unprepared again, and this is if you were introduced to porn at, at in adolescence, right? And they do the exact same thing they did as if you were a child when they came, okay? Uh, then, when you get older, you know, your village is left barren, but maybe some other people come to occupy it, okay? So, there's two types of... Uh, villages, <clears throat> you know, your soul as a village when you're a man. There's the type where, you know, you're you're content. You're content with succumbing at this point when you're a man, okay? Because you, you've, you've given in so many times, and now you're content with just succumbing. And then you become a weak man because you're used to just getting... The satisfaction of looking at a woman having sex on the screen that you don't work to satisfy a woman in real life. And then it becomes work to do that and you would it's easier just to pull up the screen and get off that way. Okay, so then you become a weak man. Or you become a man who the the invaders come and they offer you a plea to join them in their raiding tactics of other villages. So then you become a very aggressive individual. So like like we learned in episode three, Ted Bundy relates a lot of his uh, raping, you know, he, he was a serial killer. He raped women and he relates a lot of it to his addiction to porn. 
So then you you could join the other side and then you become a violent aggressor. So there's two types, right, as a man. But this is a vivid depiction of our soul and how it it gets overtaken by this invader. Okay? <clears throat> and just 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 for another vivid picture and I ask this to the men but if you're a woman please please hear okay have you ever stared into the eyes of a woman and known that she was not satisfied I have and it has haunted me and the day that I it, it haunted you know the, the day I decided that it, it wasn't going to haunt me anymore was when I changed okay and it, yeah, it, w- it was a bit overnight. I did. I changed overnight. It was like uh, uh, just a switch in my brain that told me that uh, this this can't be a part of my life anymore. Okay, and ultimately, Jesus is the only one that can restore this village in my experience. Okay, not it's not uh, that's you know if you're not a Christian that, that that doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you're a Christian, you know exactly what I mean. Okay, so we're at war. And it's violent. And it's for people's souls, including your own. And once you have mastered, I mean, once you have asked Jesus into your soul, now you can go help others. But the first thing he does, okay, is he he hands us the sword, okay? He hands us the sword to to fight because he's memorized the entire Bible. You know, he knows he knows the word. And he, he gives it to us to fight. And for us, after we've done it, he expects us to be able to, you know, use the, the gift that he's given us to defend ourselves. Okay. Now, um, he's there to help us. He sent his Holy Spirit to guide us. And he's, but he, he expects us to, to, to make our own sword. Okay. And it requires work. You got to go to the blacksmith. You got to that there's things you got to do to to uh, prepare yourself, okay? So the, the the best thing I can do is memorize scripture and not just a scripture. You got to memorize full chapters of scripture, okay? So uh, I'm going to do a reading real quick on Proverbs 7 and I've read this about 2000 times, maybe more. Uh the, the beginning of it starts off with, it's kind of an introduction, but, but I'm going to go into verse 5 right off the bat. It says, For at the window of my house, I looked through my latest. I saw among the simple, I perceived among the youth a young man devoid of understanding. He was taking the path along the street near her corner in the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night. And there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. She was loud and rebellious, and her feet would not stay at home. She was seen outside and sometimes in the open square. So she caught him, and she kissed him, and with an impudent face, she said to him, I have peace offerings with me. Today I have paid my vows, so I came out to meet you diligently to seek your face, and I have found you. Come, I have covered my bed with tapestry uh, colored coverings of Egyptian linen I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes and cinnamon come let us take our 
fill of love until morning, let us delight ourselves with love. For my husband has gone away on a long journey, and he has taken a bag of money with him, and he will not return until the appointed day. As an ox goes to the slaughter, and as a fool to the correction of the stocks, when a bird hastens in its snare, and an arrow struck his liver, he did not know it would cost him his life. So listen to me, my children, and pay attention to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside into her ways, and keep your foot from her path. For all that were, uh, she has slain, excuse me, she has cast down many wounded, and all that were slain by her were strong men. For her house leads down to hell, descending to the chambers of death. So this is probably my favorite for for defending against sexual sin, okay? Because it's it's just vivid, like... At the beginning, he talks about how he, he's looking through the window and he sees this kid that's devoid of understanding. And to me, that's like, and, and he's walking in the, in the in the dark of the night, right, at the street, thinking no one's watching. So Solomon is is sitting here telling, basically saying like, hey, I'm, this is God. God can see you even when you don't think he does, right? And you're trying to do it in the dark of the night. And nowadays, like, that then they didn't have computers, Right? Like, this dude was going off in the middle of the night. However, you know, we do this in the in our room with the door closed. That's, it's the same. It's the same thing, okay? Like, a lot of people don't think the Bible's relatable. It is. You just, you, we just choose, we choose not to relate it. We, we, we've designed ourselves not to work to understand how we can relate this to our life. It all goes back to how pornography has, and, and now I'm not saying that we don't work because of, por- well, some of it's because of pornography, but not all of it, right? Uh, but the idea of pornography, it hacks your reward system. So when we when we work for something and we obtain it, it's so much more satisfying, <laughs> right? And uh, men actually want to work for a woman, <laughs> You know, like back in the day, you didn't have sex with your, you know, you know, with your girlfriend until you got married. You didn't live with them until you got married because it required effort and it required work. So when you did obtain her, you never left her. There was no divorce. I mean, I mean, not as often. Right. Not as often. And uh, and it's because you you had to work for that person. (laughs) And we've completely lost that. You know, you move in with them. And then you wonder why you get a divorce in a year, two years, whatever, because it it didn't require any work for you. <laughs> and so it doesn't mean a whole lot, so you get a divorce. <laughs> and pornography has hacked our reward system. We just get it. We just get it right now. We don't have to work for it. We just get it. So just keep that in mind. So that's that's kind of the biblical offensive weapon, okay? The next part is a biblical opinion. I have a biblical opinion on this for the defense, for your defense. When you're defending your village, you need help, right? So I got same-sex married friends, right? In my opinion, this is what God wants. He wants accountability, okay? Uh, you gotta go, you gotta have a few guys you, you, you confide in, preferably married. If they're single, get great. I mean, same thing, but you should find some married friends. Okay. Uh, and eventually you'll get married. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you that as a single guy, 
but I actually do believe that this theory is sound, okay? So, and then when you lose, because you will lose a few fights, you will lose, okay? Go to God immediately because when you fall, you come face to face with your opponent and you begin to entertain his deception. You might need to listen to that again, okay? And what I mean by that is when we're walking with Jesus, Jesus says, I, I, um, in this world there will be tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So when you have overcome the world, you're like walking above it, right? And the picture is of the sea, right? The world is the sea. And when you're drowning in the world, you're, you're in the sea, right? Underneath the water drowning. However, when you're walking with Jesus, you're on top of the water, okay? So that's, that's a more vivid picture of what I'm talking about. But when you fall, you do. You fall into the sea for a moment if you go back to Jesus. But if you don't, you're in the sea and you're drowning again. <laughs> so go back to Jesus immediately and know that he's, he's there for you. Okay? So uh, there's a quote, Proverbs fourteen twelve. There is a way that seems right to a man. But its way leads only to death. So when you're when you're entertaining the deception of the enemy, you begin to believe that that is the way to go. Because there's, I mean, you're in the sea with everybody drowning, so you just assume that drowning's the right way to do, you know, right way to go. Proverbs fourteen twelve is a good one for that. So, in closing, I see these tactics as staying alive in the fight. Okay. So I don't, I don't look at these as an option. I look at these as necessary. Like if I'm not doing these, I'm going to die. Like I'm going, well, I'm going to drown. Like when I say die, I mean spiritually die. Like I'm going to lose relationships. I'm going to, uh, be a part of the tearing apart and not building up with the world. And there's a, there's a scripture. I can't remember where it is, but it says, uh, one sinner destroys much good. And I, I think that that is correct. Okay, so um, keep in mind that I see these as, as a matter of survival in, in battle, not, not a matter of options or deciding that, oh, yeah, I'll do that today. And I think that is how we get set free. Because we're working. And eventually... God will gift us with a wife. Maybe he's already gifted you with a wife. And we just need to start working. So that way, uh, getting out of it isn't an option. So this is where I want to begin the discussion. And from here on out, every episode is going to be an interview or a discussion with one person, multiple people on the topic. And... I think this is the beginning, so continue to join us in our discussion on porn, sex, and relationships.